Jane Adventures Everything seems so right my baby girl my Sarah Jane Adventures Of the share slash listen slash subscribe slash download button thanks see who is the last Santaran? that is to say who is the 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 the, the, the titular last Santaran, not the the final Santaran, which was implied by the the premise hello this is potter who cast the serpa jane cast ventures we're uh, back. We're back. We're back, and it's 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 perfectly cromulent. Um, this is David, as, as always, and we're we're talking. Well, who am I talking to? Because I need to know for because I I don't recognize anyone anymore. I got the, I got the 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 the, the face and name changing. Yeah. And, uh, I'm Michelle, and you know it's been really nice talking to you. It's been so nice. It would be such a shame if we stopped doing the podcast. I would miss you so much if I stopped doing the podcast. It's been so nice doing the podcast. It'd be so sad if I stopped doing the podcast. That I guess whole, what I'm trying yeah. to say is it would be a shame if I stopped doing the podcast. Oh, but I'm not saying I'm stopping doing the podcast. I'm just saying it would be a shame. It'd be so sad, hypothetically speaking. <laughs> this, is a, this is a reference to the fact that this is how Maria Jackson talks for <laughs> half of the story. Oh, She's like, oh, oh, Clyde, I'll never forget you. <laughs> and and they're like, what? And it's like, well, you know, I'm I might be moving to America, um, so I'll miss you, and then I'll spend this entire episode not really doing much, if anything. Um, the last entire written by Phil Ford. Um, yes, Phil Ford, we know from. Waters of Mars. Um, I believe he wrote episode last season as well. Um, mm-hmm. Coming in hot with two stories in a row this season, which is strange. Um, and directed by Joss Agnew, who directs like a lot more Sarah Jane adventures. I believe he does the um, the one where Tenant shows up. Um, and he also worked on like was it Wizards versus Aliens and a lot of different other shows. Um, Wizards was, versus versus Alien. Alien. We we have to cut. We have to watch like at, at least the do we pilot. Know? We do. Do we though? We do. We do. Um, both episodes in a rare move were broadcast on September twenty ninth, two thousand eight. Um, I don't know why that was. Uh, maybe they were like, we can't be. Ta- we can't take two weeks of of Maria saying she's going to leave, and then nothing else really happening. Um, the gist. Maria and her hot dad, they're going to move to America. 
because he's got a job offer over there, and he, and she's just like, I don't know, I don't man, I don't know. Anyway, um, there's a a, a survivor of the Atmos incident from season four, Doctor Wait, Who. Before you go on, before you talk about that part, I just want to say, what is going on at Alan's business? This is not how you run a business. You, you don't get. Oh, oh, sir. Uh, I know we just opened that Washington office, but. Uh, this man just applied for a London office. Clearly, this means he is qualified to be in a Washington office. Oh, we're not going to check if he... <laughs> what if he didn't have his visa? Like, what if he didn't have his passport, you know? Like, what the fuck, man? Like, come on. My, you just my, don't spring yeah. at someone. Whatever. My theory, this is, my theory is that he just left. He he just wanted to leave. He needed to make up Right, right. The letter said pretend. <laughs> pretend it says this is... <laughs> oh, anyway, Go along with it or else. They're leaving for America, um, but meanwhile, uh, as we just saw in Series 4 of Doctor Who, um, a survivor of the, the whole Atmos explosion thing has, has emerged um, in some woods nearby, and there's a sick like, scientist and his daughter, and they're like doing experiments or whatever. Um, and the Santaran's like, I'm going to capture you and mind, mind control you. Uh, but then Sarah Jane and her friends show up and tell him to fuck off, basically, and he's like, fine, I'll go. Um... Chrissy also helps stop the thing, and she, uh, they try and like they they try and like, I I guess, drug her and then pretend she has amnesia. Yeah, like, guess like yeah, yeah, like, boss. yeah, yeah. And at the guess end, like, like a girl boss. <laughs> and at the end, as Maria and her dad are driving off, Chrissy's like, yeah, I know, I remember everything. Um, I'm pretty cool though, and then she she just leaves. Um, and that's yeah. that's that's the episode. This is, it's. I feel like we have to yeah. address the elephant in the room, which is that Maria leaves. How is that an elephant? Well, it's, an, <laughs> it's, it, it's an elephant when it, it, it's the only thing you can see in the room, because it's the only thing the episode seems to be concerned about when it isn't concerned about whatever Centauran's trying to do. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do like... Um, like I, like obviously, it's the the real world reason was that was that the actress wanted to. I think she wanted to go back to school, or she was. Oh, okay, that's fine. It was, that's it fine. Was, so they they had to write her out. Um, but well, like, what? A, yeah. I'm sorry, that is such a healthy answer. You would never hear that in America. Like if a, if a child actor was like, "I want to go back to school," it well, would be like, "Shut the check fuck first, up!" Because I might be talking on the ass. Because I know she was she was in movies later on as well. Um, she's in Submarine, the uh, Richard Ayoade movie. The research I made says that it, it would. Uh, it says here uh, the recording schedule would conflict with her GCSE examinations, yeah. which I assume stands for yeah. Gotham City <laughs> Sewer and <laughs> Entry. Yeah, yeah. Every child in Britain has to go down to the, the sewers where killer yeah. lives and and stuff. So, uh, I try looking. I try looking up to see if it was, and I Google Submarine for getting the. The recent submarine oh, news. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Um, yeah, it's like I. I think it's kind of. It feels. It's not meant to be anticlimactic, but it feels so anticlimactic in how they approach the whole thing. Like as you were saying, it's just like a constant thing of like her alluding to that she's going to leave, and then at the end they have that little goodbye, and she she leaves. There's no real mm-hmm. like it doesn't like it. There's like you'd think Maria would be more kind of central to the story in which she departs, whereas mm-hmm. it's kind of more like like Chrissy gets the final like you know kind of big moments coming with her shoe and 
and stabbing Frag or the fuck in the back of the neck. Right. Um, as she says, try my high five, num- uh, Humpty, and then she she stabs him. Um, I, will, I feel- will say I read. Do you know the the original proposed series two opener? No. Uh, season two opener. It was supposed to be a story called The Trial of Sarah Jane Smith, and it would have featured the Dune putting Sarah Jane on like a sham trial, and various old enemies would appear to testify her against her. And Mr. Smith would get humanoid, would gain a humanoid form, uh, try to defend her, and then Marie and everyone else would be trapped in the attic and try to figure out how to how to no. escape. So no. the, the, they went yeah, no. That well, the thing about that one is that like what fucking old enemies? Because you have you have what you have Grantham, you have um the, the other. I hope Grantham comes back. Yeah, <laughs> Grantham's they gave like, him my guns. <laughs> I'm here to testify. I don't know why he's turned to like John Travolta and yeah. uh, and Michael. Chain, 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 chain. The wickedly's delightful <laughs> Sarah Jan Smith. <laughs> but um, I guess the other thing is that like um, the the way it hand like the the, the Santaran factor of of it all, um, I think is interesting. I think it's interesting that they give. Sarah, that moment where like where they find the ship and Sarah's like, no, this is like this is way too much for us to be no, dealing that's, with. No, that's that's just a, but that's the thing. Like, I think it's it's kind of like saying water is wet. It's like Elizabeth Layden is a good actress and knows how to play off the idea that this is a woman who has been through thirty years of adventures. Like, like we know this. This is a fact. But the the thing is, like, apart from that, I think the Centauran plot is kind of nothing. Uh, this is the chillest Centaurum I have ever seen. The, like, the Centaurum have therapy. Because every other Centaurum... I, I find myself like, my horse, my horse, my my kingdom... No, sorry, uh, Dan Starkey, Dan Starkey, my kingdom for a Dan Starkey performance. Because at least he gets that Centaurums are like crazy little creeps. And this guy is just like, I will defeat earth and i will be welcomed as a hero i mean he, he, spends, most, he spends most of the episode just walking like yeah. he's, he's walking in other rooms, like every two seconds being like i'm here now to to uh get my revenge again uh i had a sleeper agent the entire time it's so weird that she that like sarah just leaves the kid with her dad and her dad's a clearly brainwashed as well Santar ha. Santar ha. Hello. I am the Santar. How's it go? Santar ha. Santar ha, dude. Santar ha. Well, that's the thing. That's what it feels like, right? It feels like they're just going like, all right, here's a Santaran. And it just, I, I think this is one of those stories that, like, I don't know. There had to be a better way to connect this with like uh, Maria going away. I don't think this was a really good way to do it personally, but like we are speaking from a position of hindsight. Mm -hmm. They probably were like, hey, she's got to go. Let's figure out a story. Let's put together something. But like as it stands, I think the first half is much more stronger than the second Mm -hmm. half because the second half kind of turns into a game of like they're going here, they're going there. I think the most, the best example of this for me is when they're like trapped behind a door and they're like, we can't open the door. And the Centaur is just running out of the corner and the Centaur turns around the corner and then they open the door off screen and closed it. It's like, it's a lot of like, Oh no, we are being chased. Uh, and the chase is over. We want to chase, you know, mm-hmm. it's a lot of that. 
let me, let me put this to you. Let me put this to you. A version of the story where Maria moving to America factors into the plot and like the Santarans clone her to like use her as a sleeper agent or something and they have to deal with that. Kill her? Oh, Not kill her. Oh, but right, they deal with that. Yeah, yeah, they, like, yeah. Expose. Yeah. Because then you get more of a kind of like, you know, that, that those, those two strands which are like very flimsy in how they're connected come together yeah. much, much stronger. And then you can have like, you know, yeah. Alan doesn't believe that she's that she's like you know in danger, um, right. and yeah, and you can still bring the crazy stuff in then because and Chrissy's still gonna be like you know I need to figure out what's going on here. I think you could come up with a bunch of different uh, avenues for this story. I just personally am like, it just doesn't feel the Centauran part of it. Apart from like, there's no moment where I'm like. Right, this needed to be the Centaurans, apart from the scene where Sarah Jane recognizes them. That's mm-hmm. the only moment that I go like, right, this is why it had to be the Centaurans. And other than that, I was just like, okay, whatever. It, I mean, it feels very much like, you know, the, the season before the Slitheen, it feels very much like, one, we can use this villain, and two, you know... Sarah Jane Adventures season premiere: The Santarans versus Sarah Jane Smith. You know, it feels very much like like ploy first, plot second, at times. Um, and yeah, the the like, I, I well, I do think that like there are some bits of it with the Santarans that do kind of work. I do like how um, the opening feels very classic. Who when like like they go to the forest and there's all this stuff flying around and then. It, mm-hmm. it, but the invisible, I, invisible Santarans, yeah. blah blah blah. Yeah, but can we actually talk as well? Because I, I, I do want to say that like the Santaran performance, I do agree, is is quite lacking. The CG Santaran helmet. What's going on there? Because like it surely isn't like it surely is easy just to do the usual. Here's my helmet. I'm taking right. my helmet off. Right. And, like, here's right. my like my iron my Iron Man. Uh, Helmet, the opening show because it never look, it never looks good either. It looks so like. I, like, I think we yeah. as a society have far, have finally uh, we're we're able to admit that this design for the Centaurans is kind of mid. Uh, anyway, it's, it's, uh, it's so it's, it's yeah, it's so clumsy. We talked yeah, we talked a little bit about it when we were we we did uh, the Poison Sky, but it's like I think this is it's one of the few things that everyone agrees on in terms of uh, Chibnall's run, which is his Centaurans just look and act much cooler mm-hmm. like and, and and i think a lot of this is this is this guy uh cog i think his name is kind of the beginning of what will happen to the centaurs over the next few years which was they they will become very softened they they already were kind of softened in the poison sky but here they become more and more and more like chill and cool and like not really a threat and this culminates in uh what's his name the dance the regular character who's like uh, uh strax strax it culminates yeah. with strax where it's like it realized like, okay the centaurs are no longer scary let's make them comic reliefs it's like they want to gab this guy who's like he's the last one he's just as dangerous as any centauran but he never really poses any threat and mm. i know that they can't kill anyone because it's a kid's show but it's like it's not like this show hasn't killed people before, right? Like they've I mean, done it. They they did an episode last season where the whole plot revolved around someone who died saying, "I want to kill my my best friend so I can survive." 
and yeah. live her life. Like it yeah. has gone there. Like yeah. So it's like. And I hate this thought because I don't agree with it. There were so many points where I was watching this episode and I was like, shoot them. I was like, shoot them. Why are you not shooting them right now? It, it just doesn't come across as this. And it just makes the Centauran feel less and less of a threat. And hmm. this is something that I think the Centaurs in Series 13 sort of fix. Where when they show up, they're like, oh, we're just freaks. We're just absolute freaks. We, we just love war and all that shit. And I also think it's kind of like a response because the Centaurs in the modern series are a bit of a response to the Klingons, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, they're also a war obsessed race, and we have a war obsessed race. One, one day we should really talk about like the relationship Doctor Who has with Star Trek because it's like these are both these obscure, relatively obscure sci fi shows in their countries that are much more influential than we give them any credit mm-hmm. especially on each other mm-hmm. like yeah like like, I, bet, I bet everyone who worked on on on, on star trek saw uh doctor who and i mm-hmm. bet everyone who worked on a new doctor who saw star trek yeah i'm like i'm willing to bet that like cyber cybermen are are like direct i'm just saying like i suppose nightmare and silver segment more than cyber's ones in terms of direct influence from like the borg I think like that, like those incarnations are definitely taking like a lot from that. Um, I feel like if I feel like the big problem with Santarans in New Who before uh, War of the Santarans is that the design is way too clean. Because like like Chibnall made like a point where he said like we wanted these to be like. Like, we want them to look like they be they actually been in a war. So we like we like rusted up all their their costumes. We scuffed everything up. We like got all right. Yeah, over. yeah. It's a lot of purple. It's a lot of yeah. clean purple it's colors. Clean, sheen purple that has like no like, like there's nothing that really stands out about the costume, and it just looks like it look it just looks bad. I think I've always, like I've always felt yeah. like it's just way too like it's way too purple and and blue and stuff. Whereas like that that's something yeah. that's something that the old centaurs avoid by virtue of having shitty budgets. And mm-hmm. show, so they just naturally look like crap, which <laughs> actually sir it, it helps them if you think about mm-hmm. it. It makes it makes yeah. them look more like these dangerous war crazy people. Mm-hmm. Like these people who are like being like clone bread or like alarming rates just to get them out the door to fight and stuff so they, mm-hmm. they all look like shoddy and stuff whereas like mm-hmm. the like the makeup i think as well for the for like the new santarans at this point is way too uniform as well it it takes the clone aspect and like says well obviously like they'd be really like efficient at like, cloning themselves for, for like war so like they all look you know perfectly smooth i mean i mean krog has like the, the scar and like the kind of wrinkle but like you get to like w- like war and like they're all like lumpy and bumpy again. They're all like like big mm-hmm. shape and stuff. I think it looks way better. Um, yeah, you know. barely killed me, Doctor. <laughs> Luckily, I escaped with seconds to spare. You know, the- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. I don't know. Um, I like that the scientist has the the Homer Simpson bird that keeps dipping into his, his little glass of water. That's the, no, no, that's not the Homer Simpson bird. That's the alien bird, right? I mean, yeah, I suppose it's, it's, it's for me. It's the Homer Simpson bird. It's probably the alien bird. I also like as well that like Luke and Clyder are playing like some weird like 
advanced. What are they mode. playing? Yeah, they're playing like fucking Age of Empires 2 on Mr. <laughs> yeah. Smith. Yeah, it, 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 it does kind of look like Age of Empires 2, but then it doesn't. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's such a weird design. Mm. I love fake video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the po- yeah, it's almost like you kind of want to ask yourself, like, did it really, would it really cost that much for you to just get like five seconds of footage from <laughs> Age of Empires, you know? Like, really, would it really cost that much? I think you could, you could, you could pass with that mm-hmm. um there's another thing as well what was the other thing i was gonna say oh i can't even remember oh yeah um we should talk about um the 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 daughter in this uh i don't know her character's name but i that's okay neither, neither I, does she yeah <laughs> i discovered that uh she for a very brief time was a uh indoor plant vlogger um mm-hmm. Uh, it was that was very interesting. She seems to be uh, like semi-retired now, but um, good for her, yeah, you know, good, good especially if, if you're like a child actor, good for you for getting through. Yeah, you know, you got that, it and you got yeah. out and you're done and you're done. That's mm-hmm. it. Um, she's also because that seems to be like yeah, that seems to be what happens to child actors. Either they become regular actors or they get super traumatized and put mm-hmm. out books about how traumatized they were. Or, or they, they just kind of stop. They just kind of realize that, like, like, there's a lot of child actors who are like, oh, yeah, I realized when I was like 12 that I actually didn't like acting, so I just, I just quit. And now I'm like a, a scientist. And it's like, yeah, it's Very good. Fair, fair enough. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, can, I can do an impression of, of Tom Waits saying uh, Olivia Rodrigo's vampire if I'm going to fill the time that we had left. I over. have no idea what that, yeah, that means. Um, uh, I can do. I, Bloodsucker, uh, I could do it around much better. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to feel because I don't want us to. Because last time our our constant thing was like we were going in way too short, like on every episode. I don't mind cutting it short. I like it. I know, but it just feels kind of weird. Cause especially like next next episode, we're gonna have like nothing to talk about beyond like one one thing. I think. Um, actually, two things. There's two things in next week's episode. I think we'll have plenty to talk about. Uh, otherwise, it'll be you know five seconds of of. Of contact, um, but yeah, I have, I have, I have one thing to say to you. Okay, I want you, I, I, I need you to listen to this. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna miss you because, like, uh, uh, this, this could be the final, the final time. I would I'm be not... more invested in this goodbye if I didn't know that what was coming after is any is much better. Mm-hmm. Uh... Um, but if, uh, look, there's only one thing I can say to you to that, to that you know, to to really respond. And that is next time. Welcome, welcome to Spellman's Magical Museum of the Circus and the story of the most wondrous family entertainment in the world. From the tumblers and jugglers of ancient Rome to the father of the modern circus. Believe it or not. A sergeant major in the 15th Light Dragoon. Mr. Spellman, I presume? Elijah Spellman, at your service. My name is Sarah Jane Smith. I'm a journalist. This is my friend, Clyde. We're here to talk to you about clowns. Ah, the princess of the sawdust ring. This way, please. 
Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um, there's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing else we can say goodbye to to Alan Jackson, our favorite. Um, oh no, that is actually, that is actually makes me sad. No more I, skating. No more skating. No more hitting the grass. Um, no more going Sam Ra- Sam Raimi mode. No more turning to a statue. Um, no more Sam Raimi mode. <laughs> no more running the <laughs> the skate. No uh, more kind of being in the side of the story. <laughs> I can't. I can't do a, a fucking Sondheim parody right now. I'm sorry. It's just too too upsetting to think that he's gone. We'll never see him again. Never. Never. Will we we'll never ne- see him again? We'll never see him again. We'll never see Alan Jackson ever again. Why do uh, I feel Mer- like? Why do I feel Mer- like yeah. Nick Briggs is staring at me? <laughs> the Alan Jackson. Jackson meets Jackson meets Nixon. <laughs> Where is the Nixon box set? We have been making that joke for so long. It needs to happen. Where is the Nixon box set? Come on. Look, if one of us somehow at, at some point in the future wins uh, the contest, to we gotta do the Nixon things. box set. We- uh, uh, the first time either of us meet Nick, it has to be like you know. Look, I understand. I'm I'm writing this short trip, but what if, what if you know, what if we we just and you slip him a note that's that's like a drawing of Nixon, uh, next to a Dalek, and you you, you give him like a knowing nod, and he gives you a knowing nod, and he's like, get in the dungeon, and then you get in the dungeon, and Mark Gaines is sitting there being like, oh, hi, how's it going? Uh, uh, and turns out they let they let him out for um for. Mission Impossible, but then once that was done, Chris McQuarrie and Tom Cruise brought him back. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't stay though. Um, but yeah, that, I think that's it. I think that there's nothing else we can talk about. Um, I know Maria left, but then she's kind of back again next week in a way. Um, there's yeah, I think I think I feel like I I say, yeah, I feel like there is just this is positioned as both the goodbye. To Maria episode and the Santaran episode, and as a result, neither side gets kind of you know what it, what it needs to fully work, and it's a shame. But mm-hmm. sometimes you just gotta say, "Try my high five, Humpty," and and, and, and you know, pretend to get amnesia. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's it. Goodbye. God bless. Arrivederci. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye.